Welcome, everyone, to the Sidetrack Legacies podcast, number 111. Today, Judy Goodson and I talk about the second C in our five C's of legacy writing series, confidence. Statesman and financier Bernard Barak once wisely noted, be who you are and say what you feel, because those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Isn't that the truth? Mic drop. Well, with this in mind, Judy and I dig into the how-tos of having confidence while writing. We talk about being comfortable in your own skin and in your own experiences. Then we tackle how to dispel that self-doubt. Finally, we get into celebrating our individuality. You know, American actor Meryl Streep, well, she's quoted as saying, what makes you different or weird, that's your strength. We totally agree with her, and we believe that after you listen to this podcast, you'll agree too. Welcome. This is the Sidetrack Legacies Podcast, and I'm your host, Lisa Hoffman. Do you have ideas and thoughts that you'd like to share with your children or grandchildren? Have you learned some life lessons that might help others? If you answered yes to either of these questions, you need to get it down on paper. The world needs your stories, values, wisdom. We call this legacy work. The Sidetrack sisters have been getting together to write for years, and the topic that we most enjoy writing about is ourselves, who we are, what we've done, and what we believe. Now, we want to extend the invitation for others to join us. So, grab a notebook, journal, or laptop, and Listen in while the Sidetrack sisters share thoughts and tips on how to uncover, communicate, and preserve your stories. So one more quick thing before we dive into today's episode. Please rate and review the Sidetrack Legacies podcast because it will help others find us. And also, be sure to subscribe or follow us on Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to be notified whenever we have a new episode. And now... Here we go. Okay. Hey, Judy. Lisa, <laughs> how are things today? It's you and me and Pickle today. I see Pickle is enjoying this. She <laughs> loves it when you sit down to do these things. She gets a lot of attention. She got, Well, she wishes she had more attention. That's why she's walking back and forth. <laughs> I love the tail going through the, the frame. It's really exactly. fun. So uh, here is our second um podcast on the topic of the five C's. And this week we are doing the second C. We are doing confidence. I'm confident that it will be great. I'm sure, I'm, I'm totally confident that this is going to be awesome and be <laughs> so fun to share with other people. So anyway, yes. So, so confidence. Go. Last yes. week we talked about... Last week we talked about... Oh, come on. One of us has got to have it. Commitment. Yes, commitment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had so much fun talking to you about that. So let's rock here. So we, this week on, on um, confidence, you know, so many people are interested in writing, getting down their legacy writing, and for whatever reason, they don't. And I think one reason is lack of confidence. And so I think there are really three points that I want to cover today with you, Judy, about okay. confidence. One is being comfortable, comfortable in your own skin. 
The uh -huh. second one is how to dispel self-doubt. And then uh -huh. the third one is just really about celebrating your individuality. Ooh, I like all three. They're great. Where do we start? Okay. So let's talk about being comfortable. Uh -huh. um, you know, I think we've all seen quotes where, um, you know, be comfortable being yourself. You know, you're, you're unique and you really can't be, there's no one else who can be you and you can't really be anybody else. Right. You got you. Right. Well, and the fact that you put something forth and it's maybe different than what somebody else would put forth, that doesn't make you right or you wrong. It makes you different and comfortable enough and confident enough to put it out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think some people would be, um, you know, they're, they think that they're not comfortable putting people, putting themselves out there for a whole litany of reasons. Mm -hmm. Really, we we want to write and do our legacy writing because it does stretch you. It is something that could be uncomfortable um, because you, you know, it's like, oh, what would what would Mary Jane, you know, think about this if she reads right, it? Right, right, uh, exactly. But really, you know, if, if somebody really knew what I was, you know, thinking about this topic, oh, you know, they, they might disagree. <laughs> Well, and, and it also feels so uncomfortable with that. Uh huh. It's also the self doubt. Oh, nobody wants to hear what I have to say. They they make up a decision for another person without giving that other person the information to make their own decision. Um, which is kind of like, you know, I've I've actually said, you know, don't tell me how I feel about that information. I value that information. Thank you for putting it out there for me. You know, you don't really get to know a person. And and one of their greatest gifts is to confidently come forward and share with you who they are. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Oh, I love that because, and I want to even take it a step further. It's because people are confident and they put themselves out there that you find them interesting. Yes. You know, yes. people and who are just, you know, who are, you know, kind of stand stand back or you know back I, in the I, shadows who aren't confident or comfortable in their own skin I don't find as attractive to talk to or to to read or to listen to I want people that are putting themselves out there um, I find whether, whether I agree with their opinion or I disagree with their opinion I still find those people interesting. I agree. I agree. They're the ones that you're you're wanting to, oh, I want to know more about that person. I want to mm -hmm. learn where that's coming from. Oh, I wonder, wonder what life experience brought that feeling about. You know, you really yeah. want to, you want to dig a little deeper into that person. And that's the confidence that comes from, well, knowing yourself and then putting it out there, putting it down. I mean, Doing some of our legacy writing, when we read those aloud to each other, it's kind of like, ooh, did I say that? Did I want to out there? And, you know, yeah, I did. I, it's me. It's why I said it. Mm -hmm. You know, hands up, right? Exactly. You know, and I think about, you know, confidence comes into so many different areas of our lives that, um, you know, writing. And I also think like 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 what, what I'm wearing today, my scarf. Um I love wearing scarves. I mm -hmm. confidently wear scarves, not mm -hmm. because anybody else wears scarves, but because I like the way I look 
wearing a scarf. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. And Pickle likes it too. He just sat back and looked at you and I could tell he liked it a lot. (laughs) Um, And it doesn't really matter to me if anybody else wears a scarf or what anybody else thinks. I love wearing scarves. And so I think it's the same thing with writing. You know, you're going to, we put things out there and it's like, we love the process. We love the practice of writing, getting together and having it available for other people to to witness, to read, Uh to comment on. It's fun and really rewarding to be comfortable in yourself. Well, I was working at at, uh, the hospital the other day and I had a a woman patient and she said to me, you know, I love reading your stuff. She said, it's just, she said, it's, it's, it's just you guys. You just don't have any thing that you feel you have to hold back and and I don't think she means that we're outrageous but we're just willing to share who we are and she said that that was so fun for her to read that and she said I sit there and I read them and I laugh and I I said that's what you're supposed to do that's great so I said when do you start on a tablet I'll read you some paper she said (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't what she wanted to hear just then but we're going to work on her (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, and sometimes, um, like when mother, we were talking about, was it diets? Um, mother is very comfortable, speaking of comfort levels, um, in putting her ideas. I mean, that was probably one of the strongest writings she ever did about mm-hmm. her feelings about diets. And, you know, she has got some very strong opinions. And we all tried to tamper down a little bit, you know, to make a little bit more, um, acceptable because she dissed a few people in that one um and it made us uncomfortable but she was very comfortable with it and Mm -hmm. you know and had the world you know come to a crashing end because she wrote that no and um you know and i think that's fine that's fun that's that's her and for her to put it down any other way would have not been true to herself True. That's true. And to say, you know, um, oh, just maybe or whatever, or, you know, maybe you don't feel this way, but to qualify to do all of that. No, that's not how she feels. She said it was strength and put it forward and it was her and she owned Mm -hmm. it. And that's, that's fine. You know, and I don't think anybody is going to think less of Sandy because of that. Maybe a few (laughs) nurses in the world, but, um, Uh, but yeah uh, yeah she was she was she was talking about um she she's frustrated when there are people who professionally you know have a skill or knowledge and then they're they smoke or they're overweight and she was particularly calling out nurses uh and um you know she's got some strong opinions about that and she was speaking them very writing them very confidently and we were all like whoa wait (laughs) <laughs> and she owned it. You know, oh, that's her thought. Those are her feelings. And guess what? She put those down on paper for, for anybody to read. Well, and it's true. They're in a position where they can set an example and all this, and they're preaching about what's right and what's needing to be done. And yet they're doing the opposite. And that doesn't come through as, you know, transparent truth. It comes through as a Hmm. I'm not sure I believe that one. Well, and what I, I have actually, that really kind of, that not really inspired me, but I've given a lot of thought to her writing about that because as a teacher, I had always been very shocked, you know, as first grade teachers specifically, 
at the number of teachers who weren't voracious readers. No. You know? I bet. I bet. Yeah. It, it just feels, it felt really strange. Or those people, or those teachers that didn't enjoy writing because we are harping on kids to write or, you know, English teachers who don't publish things. I mean, they are like the experts. Mm -hmm. And and what better example than someone who's had that education? Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly, exactly. Because exactly. I am a firm believer that we all have, um, you know, uniquenesses about us that people, especially our, our friends, our family, our loved ones, our communities, are fascinated or will be mm -hmm. fascinated mm -hmm. to learn from us and know about us. I agree. I think that's that's very true. And I think it's another example of us showing those people we're appealing to what it's like to be confident and to not have any, oh, I want to take that back feelings or, you know, oh, I shouldn't have said that or whatever. No, no, that's not it. You just put it out there with, with confidence and Your comfort. Your shoulders back. And yep. Shoulders back. You know, there's... You can you can watch two people walk across the room and one person is kind of slouching and kind of looking around and kind of, you know, got their hands in front of them. And is that a confident person? No. And then you see another person with their shoulders back and they're saying hi to people and they're putting them themselves out there and and they're terribly, terribly comfortable. And, you know, somebody else might say, oh, I hate she's so such a goodie. I don't care. I don't care. My confidence is a part, a big part of who I am. Mm -hmm. Take it or leave it. Sorry. Well, no, I, I think taking it is, I think, where we want to go next is really how to, I think you started kind of moving into that. How can people dispel their self-doubt? What are the techniques that we know work to be more self-confident? Mm -hmm. And I think what you just said is body. your body has a lot to do with that. Mm -hmm. you know, somebody that constantly avoids eye contact, slouches, has a um, kind of a, a solemn look on their face. Um, what else? Head down, you know, not, not, I mean, how can you be walking around like that when there's this whole amazing world to look at? You know, and, but there's so many people do that. You know, they watch their feet when they walk, and I'm surprised they don't run into more things. But it I, reminds I, me of that Norman Rockwell picture. There's a, a person up on a ladder, I think, above a church door, and the, the sign that they're putting above the church door says, lift up thine eyes. And then in front of the church, it's got all these people, you know, like in, in New York. <laughs> You know, with their heads down, you know, walking fast in front of the church. Exactly. That's a riot. That's so that's a perfect example. But I think so, you're right. Body language, you know, just how we carry ourselves, making sure that we're not slouching, that we're standing up, our shoulders are back. Because I think how you live is how you write. I don't think well, And I also think that, you know, people might say, well, if people don't like the way I look or the way I walk or whatever, well, that's too bad. But the reality of it is, if I'm having one of those days where I'm just not feeling it, you know, I do a lot of communicating in my daily work. And there's days when I'd love nothing more than to curl up on the couch and read a book. I'm, I'm just not that into it. What I have to do is use my body language to convince myself 
that I'm comfortable and confident and, you know, project my voice and all of that. And it's amazing how, you know, I was saying this phrase to you before we opened up is the, um, the phrase that I was going to say, use it or lose it. That's not the one I mean. I mean, you, you can say things and they're not believable. You can do things and see the results. And those are the ones that are believable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I said that. Okay. <laughs> or something like that, right? We talk so much. That sometimes <laughs> I forget how it went. So <laughs> take what you will. Uh, but really, I mean, I, I think back to, um, you know, when I was a teacher again, um, sometimes your body, yes, you, you have to walk in, your shoulders back, you, you come in like you own the place. Um, now in my day job that I've been working in, whenever I have downtime, I think to myself, breathe. Uh -huh. um, I, I listened to something, I was on a podcast and they were saying, you know, one of the reasons why that people who smoke, one of the reasons why that first puff is so delectable to them is because think about it. They, they take their first breath with uh -huh. the cigarette and what do they do? Lift Deep, up. Full inhale. And then they go, ah. Oh. Exactly. And so anytime that I have downtime, I've been breathing. Mm -hmm. And you would be, I have been amazed at how that gives energy to yes. my time. Yes. Um, so a regular breathing, that sounds so weird. I mean, it's, it can be part of meditation, but really throughout the day, making sure that you're not one of those shallow breathers um like when you were talking about your body language when you're putting your shoulders back and getting ready to walk across the room big yeah. breath and big moving forward breath. um i've even done that in writing you know it's like okay here we go ready set the timer michelle and i do the same thing i right? because that's gotta get it coming out somehow yes. right yeah no. and starting it out with a big breath gets you going right Exactly. Exactly. Well said, Lisa. <laughs> and then the third thing we wanted to talk about <clears throat> was, um, oh, um, wait, 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 let me stay there. Let me stay there with dispelling self-doubt. Body, breath, words. What we say to ourselves, the words that are going in our brains, the things that we're listening to, I don't think you can discount that. Oh, I don't either. And, you know, people say, well, I'm just thinking it. It's, they're my thoughts. I should be able to have them. I can I think whatever I want. Exactly. I took a really interesting class when I went back as a big grown-up adult to college. And it was called The Cognitive Approach to Human Behavior. And the textbook was called, and I think I've mentioned this before, Talking to Yourself by Pamela Butler. And what she talked about was that the things that you say to yourself are a hundred more motivating or demotivating than the things that other people say to you. And in hmm. other words, they can pay you the greatest compliment and tell you how wonderful you come across and so on, but you'll believe a thought that you tell yourself about, oh yeah, but she doesn't know. I just am not feeling, you know what I'm saying? It, she doesn't know how uncomfortable I am in these spanks. <laughs> you know, I, I, <laughs> I, every once in a while, okay, for example, if someone important to me will, you know, be going, like my son drives back to Milwaukee 
And this little thought comes into my mind about, oh, he'll probably have a wreck and he won't be safe and this and that. And I've reached a point in life where I don't accept that anymore. And I'll put my shoulders back and I'll say, devil be gone. You just go away. He's going to be fine. He's going to get home. He's going to text me when he gets there. And it was great to have him here. Yes. And I, but I have to say that to get rid of those. Yeah, I do. I do. Because it's so easy for me to have those kinds of worry thoughts and, Worry thoughts that just kind of stand your ground and you're not really even acknowledging them. Right. It's totally unfounded. There would be no, it's good weather. It's not, you know, no reason to think that. And I used to just let those go. Eh, Whatever, whatever. But I, I can't let them go anymore because those thoughts are in my subconscious and they're affecting how I feel about the things going on around me. And everything else that happen. Yeah. You're not going to let that happen. And I actually, have named those thoughts the devil because I feel the devil be damned. I don't want those thoughts. Go away. Leave me alone. Bother somebody else. Hmm. So, I mean, if that makes so much sense. Yes. If that's against a religion, I'm sorry, but uh, you know, to me, those thoughts are equal to the devil. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, that self doubt that those words are bringing or doubt about whatever um, it doesn't serve you in any way, shape, or form. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, it's you know, it's kind of like guilt about the past doesn't serve you. Totally unnecessary thought. Who cares if you wrote a paper a paper in seventh grade and you got a D on it? That doesn't matter. You know, that was seventh grade you. That's not fifty year old you, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So to to keep that in your in your repertoire of feelings about yourself. Like I, I wrote a paper in seventh grade and I didn't do well. Okay, well, that's fine. That was a good lesson and let's go forward. So that guilt needs to be gone. And the worry is, guilt is the past. Worry is the future. Deal with the moment right now. Be comfortable, go forward and surprise yourself at what wonderful things you can write down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay, so that brings us to um, the next one. And- the third part that we wanted to talk about today was celebrating individuality. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really what you're getting at here, Judy, is, mm-hmm. you know, um, when we were talking about um, coming into a room and having our shoulders back, taking a deep breath, saying words to ourselves that are positive and move us forward. The thing that some people, I think, have a problem with they don't want to write oh this is too weird i'm strange and nobody's gonna understand you know (laughs) that uniqueness really makes it interesting makes our lives interesting suppose stephen king ever said that to himself (laughs) he's got a very unique brain doesn't he yeah yeah well and you know he's very successful and and (laughs) not 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 that your legacy writing has to be successful but it's it's the uniqueness, the different things about you that are going to make that interesting. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was we were writing about a couple of weeks ago. And I think it was maybe Michelle's son said, I totally never knew that about you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, well, then it's about time. Good yeah, for us. Exactly. You know, yeah. Because you have a right to know who we are and where we've been and what we're about. Right. Exactly. And, you know, sometimes 
um, I'm, I'm thinking back to a blog that mom used to follow. It was called like like a, a cabin by the sea or house by the shore or something like that. I remember. She had no idea who this woman was. Right. But she had she had adopted some kids. She had some adult kids of her own. She just wrote about her life, and it was unique and different. And mother found it absolutely fascinating. Uh -huh, and uh -huh. and then she was so disappointed when this woman stopped writing and wondered what happened to her. Where did and, she go? What's going yes, on with her was, life? I need to know. Yeah, and <laughs> it wasn't that she wrote about anything jaw-dropping. You know, she wasn't having an affairs. I mean, aliens weren't reaching to her from outer space. Um, she was just writing about her everyday life and her everyday thoughts. And it was just really... writing about her kids and what, yes. how they were doing and so on and, and about the, the cottage. And of course, that was a, a real um, Raw. mutual thing that they had. And, you know, I think that's the truth. And that's that's another piece about being odd and different. If you want this writing to become more than legacy writing, you will find your tribe. You will find your people that really enjoy your style and what you have to say. So in addition to getting this down as a legacy, it might just spur interest in going that next step and, and mm -hmm. doing writing for other reasons. Right. Yes. And um, I'm thinking about, you know, there's a, a book called The Artist's Way that I've talked and talked and talked about by Julia Cameron. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that she talks about is every day writing three pages of just getting the, getting the rubbish out of your brain and, and how that then opens up a space for whether to, to be a better teacher, to be a better plumber, to be a better, um, you know, school administrator, um, getting stuff down on paper opens up, your doors opens up your mind opens up possibility and i think when we're we're talking about individuality uniqueness weirdness um sometimes you need to go this is interesting i i want to get past this this self doubt and be comfortable enough that this is my experience and i am an expert at it and somebody's going to be interested in it that this is good. And perhaps the more weird, more, more unique my experience is, the more interesting it's going to be. Exactly. I think that's exactly right. And I think so often, you know, we judge, oh, that person's weird or that person is this or that person is. Who cares what you think? I mean, I know that this is my experience and this is what I've gotten down. I've done my morning pages and gotten the garbage out. And now I'm going to give you some good stuff here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, in the podcast episodes that we've done pre previously, we really focused on people who've written memoirs, mm -hmm. um, storytellers, um, artists, entrepreneurs, but really memoirists are the majority of the people that we've interviewed. And, right. you know, people who have had these unique experiences, um, those are the people that are being published or self-publishing and, and have, you know, books about topics that some people would say oh my god you know i had that same a similar experience i would have i mean your writing helped me so much mm -hmm. that's right it's it's a whole exploration and i think when you start doing your legacy writing and and doing it with that confidence that we're encouraging you to have you'll be so surprised at what jewels you'll bring out of your mind and out of your life and out of your experiences and i mm -hmm. would almost 
promise you that it's going to be a good thing. Yeah. Well, Judy, I think we're going to wrap things up right there. I think that that kernel, that that nugget of wisdom is the perfect um, ending point. So okay. you know, really confidence today, being comfortable with who you are, dispelling that self-doubt and celebrating who you are as an individual. If, if we've got those three things going for us, we're going to knock it out of the park. You got it. You got it. Home run. Okay. Love you, Judy. We'll talk to you next week. See you soon. Bye-bye. Great. Bye-bye. Okay, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, you've got to come over to Sidetrack Sisters and join our membership. It's a year-long program that gives you writing topics and encouragement for your own legacy project. We will provide guidance and support as you record your thoughts and stories over the course of 52 weeks. Then, at the end of the year, we will publish your writing in a beautiful keepsake book. So, join us at SidetrackSisters.com. We'd love to inspire you to look at your own life, tap into your memories, find the wisdom, and write it down as a legacy for your loved ones. Until next time, take care.